Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Starting to see those temps drop. We've gone down to 49 in Fairfax. We're at 50 in College Park. Still 54, though, on the National Mall. At 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Breaking news. The House passes a measure to keep the federal government open beyond Friday night. Now the legislation is off to the Senate. We'll get an update in seconds from CBS News, and then we'll go in depth with WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller at 615. Also breaking election news. A winner is declared in the ultra-close Loudoun County Commonwealth attorney's race. And also new tonight. A rally for Israel takes place on the National Mall. It's actually very empowering to come here and see so many people. I'm Mike Marilla. Things are bad for D.C. restaurants. Get ready for major changes on 8th Street and Northeast. I'm John Dome. And the Dow gains 490 points. 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Breaking news from Capitol Hill. On this vote, the A's are 336. The nays are 95. Two-thirds being in the affirmative, the rules are suspended. The bill is passed. The House just overwhelmingly passed Speaker Mike Johnson's two-tiered stopgap spending proposal to avoid a government shutdown. It's now sending that measure to the Senate for approval. A Senate hearing went off the rails today. We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Bernie Sanders had to break up the fight between Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen and Teamsters leader Sean O'Brien during a labor hearing. It followed some trash talk on social media. And then there was a physical fight. CBS's Scott McFarlane. Tennessee Republican Tim Burchett tells CBS News he was punched in the kidney in a sucker punch by former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Mr. Burchett of Tennessee was one of eight Republicans who voted to oust him earlier this year. The U.S. confirms Hamas has been holding hostages at Gaza's largest hospital, where it's been operating since attacking Israel. Sabrina sings with the Pentagon. Hamas and PIJ members operate a command and control node from Al-Shifa Hospital in Gaza City. They have weapons stored there and are prepared to respond to an Israeli military operation against the facility. About 60,000 people called for the release of hostages today in Washington. Speakers, including Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, addressed the crowd. We stand with Israel! And he denounced the spread of anti-Semitism around the world. That's CBS's Linda Kenyon reporting. Still no arrests after a teen's brutal beating death in Las Vegas. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. Jonathan Lewis says his son Jonathan Jr. was attacked after he jumped in to help a friend. My son was just trying to do the right thing and protect his friend. He's a big kid. He's really strong. The 17-year-old was badly beaten near the Las Vegas high school and days later died. Videos have been shared to social media once the father says he will not watch. The man accused of beating former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband last year took the stand today in the Bay Area. CBS's Elise Preston is there. In his testimony, he said that he was not trying to stop her from her official business. Of course, in police audio and what the prosecution kind of got at today, they countered that, that he had said that he wanted her to wheel into the House floor in a wheelchair. And and so people could see what was the, the consequence of lying. Those were his words. He's pleaded not guilty to federal assault charges. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 603 on WTOP on this Tuesday evening, November 14th, 2023. Clear skies, 54 degrees in downtown D.C. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer, our top local story this hour. Israel-Hamas war rages on. Thousands of people from all across the globe gathered on the National Mall this afternoon for the March for Israel. WTOP's Nick Ionelli was there and starts our team coverage. I think it's so important for the world to see that there are a large contingency of people that stand with Israel during this hard time. That was the main message here from the thousands who came to the National Mall to support Israel and to call for the immediate release of all hostages being held by Hamas. The silver lining of all of this is that all the Jews are finally united and like there was a lot of conflict in Israel before the war happened, but now we're all joined as one, like, united people, and it's very special to see. Our goal is to really make the world wake up. So we're here to stay in the solidarity, to come together and be united. Security was heavy, with some streets blocked off by National Guard members wearing military fatigues. On the National Mall, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In the meantime, WTOP's Mike Morello is hearing from people who say they're proud of Israel tonight. A sea of people flooded the National Mall for the March for Israel, which was a rally that took place just steps away from the U.S. Capitol. Among those attending from Argentina, Isaac Rotham. It's actually very empowering to come here and see so many people, you know, so many people fighting against anti-Semitism and all the craziness that's going on in the world. He believes this rally had a big impact. They say one little spark of light up a forest. I think we're a lot of a lot of people, but, you know, with this, it will grow, you know, and we'll show that we're here in solidarity. As he leaves, Shanir Darren says he feels like his voice was heard here today. And with God's help, we will see a miracle. The hostages will be freed. The soldiers will be safe. And there will be only peace and prosperity in Israel and the entire world. Along the National Mall, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We have breaking news tonight from election 2023. One week after election night, we've got a winner in the Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney race. And it's an upset. Republican Bob Anderson has defeated incumbent Democrat Buta Biberai by just 300 votes. Provisional and mail-in ballots have now been counted. The Office of Elections in Loudoun County has confirmed the results tonight. Bibberai's office is within its rights to request a recount. We don't know yet whether that's going to happen. 605, one of the top findings from the American Lung Association's annual State of Lung Cancer Report is that people here in the U.S. are living longer after being diagnosed with lung cancer. But WTOP's Neil Augenstein, who is a lung cancer survivor, tells us the state-by-state breakdown shows there is room for improvement in our region. In D.C., only 1.5% of high-risk people get a CT scan for lung cancer. That's far below the national average of 4.5. Maryland's also lagging on screening, only 2.9%. But Maryland's above average for patients who get surgery as their first line of treatment and five-year survival rates. Virginia ranks among the leaders in screening. More than 7% of high-risk people get 
get screened. But the study shows blacks in Virginia are 21% less likely to get surgery and 17% less likely to be diagnosed early when cancer's easier to treat. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. You can read details of the annual report at WTOP.com. Well, these past couple of years, we've been seeing some pretty tame winters, we think we could say, with only a few snowflakes flying around. But our partners at 7 News First Alert Weather now say we could potentially get a decent amount of snow this time. So when can we expect the most winter weather? Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson joined us earlier. It's looking like it's going to be really active during the month of February. Uh, all signs kind of pointing to February with things ramping up. And what, what we've done here is we've looked at a lot of anomaly years, years that were similar to what this season is looking like based on a lot of factors, right? There's the short-term factors, kind of hard to get a handle on those, things like uh, NAO, Northern Atlantic Oscillation, or Greenland blocking, or even polar vortex that has made it in the news a lot over the last couple of years. And she says with El Nino, we could see snowfall even into March. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A D.C. restaurant is taking its steak free to other cities. I'm Jeff Glabel. 608. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How's it moving out there, Dave? Uh, just a reminder, it's rush hour. We know some of our listeners tend to forget that it is awfully heavy and slow this time of the evening on a weekday on the Beltway and on 270 north of it between the Beltways on 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Should go without saying, not always. Now, slower than it should be in Prince George's County on the outer loop from Landover and Lanham toward Greenbelt, there is uh, a crash reported beyond exit 23 Kenilworth Avenue, and it's not in camera, but it's likely blocking a lane based on the slow movement there on the outer loop. In Virginia on 66, westbound under 123, the crash at last report blocking the left side. Westbound traffic is heavy again between Centerville and Manassas as it is eastbound near 50 and eastbound from the Dulles Connector and Falls Church into Arlington. Rush hour traffic, rush hour slow, shorter days, longer delays. Southbound on 395 and 95 from Washington to Woodbridge and on the south side of the Beltway from Springfield toward the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. In the heavy traffic near Telegraph Road, Fairfax Fire Rescue units sent to look for a new crash northbound traffic on 395 slow across the 14th street bridge and right across the southeast southwest freeway over to 295 crowds have dispersed on the national mall for the teardown following the rally a couple of numbered streets remain blocked but the big arterials including constitution avenue remain open crowded but open Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, Toyota BZ4X, state and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the evening and into the overnight, temperatures will tumble through the 50s, the 40s, eventually to the upper 20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. Partly sunny on your Wednesday, near 60 degrees. Winds from the south at 5 to 10. Middle to upper 60s on Thursday. A warm day on Friday, approaching 70 degrees. That's ahead of a cold front that may bring us a few showers. We're trending cooler for the upcoming weekend with daytime highs in the 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have 52 in Georgetown, but we're down to 46 in Bowie right now. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 610, Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Back to Jeff Claybaugh. Some rate relief today after a better than expected monthly inflation report. The 10-year Treasury 
tumbled below 4.5%. That's a full half percent lower than 10-year rates were just a month ago. Consumer prices in October were unchanged. Lines could be long at some Starbucks Thursday. Hundreds of store employees have organized a one-day walkout protesting Starbucks anti-union stance, they say. D.C. Steak Freaks restaurant Medium Rare is opening a location in Baltimore's Hamden neighborhood. Medium Rare has restaurants here in D.C.'s Cleveland Park, Bethesda, and Arlington. It opened its first out-of-town location this summer in New Orleans. The Dow finished the day up 490 points on the inflation report. The S&P 500 index rallied 2%. The Nasdaq gained 327 points. That was 2.5%. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Washington, D.C. BMW Centers. Now during the BMW Black Friday sales event, lease an all-electric 2024 BMW i5 eDrive 40 for $719 per month. Details at BMWCenters.com. We continue to follow the breaking news from Capitol Hill. Congress halfway to keeping the government open past Friday. We'll get a live update from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. It's 611. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Boeing is committed to building a better future for communities in America and across the world. Last year, our employees dedicated 366,000 hours to volunteer work through mentorships, community service projects, and participation with nonprofit organizations. We aim to be a positive force for change, helping the communities we call home today to support a brighter tomorrow. Learn more about our community outreach at boeing.com slash communities. Here is Garev Menyon, a partner at GuideHouse, on the Evolving Complexity Series, Infrastructure and Community Resilience, sponsored by GuideHouse. Smaller councils, smaller counties and cities just don't have the manual bandwidth to be able to go through thousands of pages of legislation to figure out what it is that they're receiving and what they can apply for. And one thing they need assistance with is just to be able to digest. And again, that's where technology can come into play. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search GuideHouse. In an ever-changing world with newly emerging complexities, it will take the coordinated power of government and business working together. At GuideHouse, we help clients master their complexities and seize new opportunity. As a leading global provider of consulting services to the public sector and commercial markets, clients navigate forward with trusted outcomes that are resilient, scalable, and distinct. Let's guide this moment together. GuideHouse, outwit complexity. For more information, visit GuideHouse.com. That's GuideHouse.com. Coming up, the Capitals face off with an old Stanley Cup friend at the top of the hour. U.S. soccer names a new coach for the women's national team. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. Foreclosure. It's a topic that most people want to avoid. But if you are facing potential foreclosure, you do have options. We at Housing Counseling Services and the D.C. Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking encourage you to seek assistance at the first sign of trouble. Our HUD-certified housing counselors are available to help you understand your options, communicate with lenders, and apply for available assistance. Eligible homeowners may also receive up to five hours of free legal assistance. The counseling is free, too. If you have concerns about your mortgage, 
call the Housing Counseling Services Foreclosure Prevention Helpline at 202-265-2255 or visit our website at www.housingetc.org. Again, make the call. That's 202-265-2255 or visit housingetc.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. More in our breaking story of the hour, the House has now approved a two-step spending bill that would avert a government shutdown. And there have been some major altercations among lawmakers today. WTOP's Mitchell Miller joins us live from Capitol Hill. Mitch, this was a test for House Speaker Mike Johnson. And while it passed, a lot of Republicans actually voted against it. That's right, Ann. This vote is a big legislative victory for Speaker Johnson. But ironically, more than 90 Republicans voted against the so-called laddered continuing resolution because it didn't have spending cuts. The vote of 336 to 95 is actually very similar to the bipartisan vote back in September when Democrats needed to help pass the previous stopgap measure. That was the vote that led to the ouster of Kevin McCarthy by conservative hardliners. Democrats Democrats were not thrilled with this bill, and the fact that it has two deadlines in January and February doesn't make them happy. But it is a clean CR, as they say, no additional cuts. So they have helped Speaker Johnson out. The vote needed a two-thirds majority to pass. It now goes on to the Senate, and it does look like it is going to pass the Senate before that Friday midnight deadline. Mitch, as important as this is, the tensions that were overflowing today on Capitol Hill are almost eclipsing this news. We had the Republican lawmaker who says... Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy hit him in the back and a confrontation involving a senator who threatened to fight a witness at a hearing. What in the heck is going on? All right. I know this is going to sound a little like reality television, but (laughs) here's what it is. Uh, First, there was an incident earlier today in which Tennessee Congressman Tim Burchett was doing an interview with NPR Radio's Claudia Grisales, and she actually recorded it as, in Burchett's words, he was thumped in the back by Kevin McCarthy as he walked by in a hallway. Uh, He said he was hit in the kidneys, and this is how it sounded right after it happened. Why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Jerk. You can tell he was really upset. He called him a jerk. He went actually went after Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy, for his part, denies that he tried to do anything to Tim Tim Burchett. But keep in mind that Burchett is one of the eight Republicans who voted to oust Kevin McCarthy several weeks ago. So there is a lot of boiling up tension between those two and some other members of the Republican conference. Also, separately, a totally different incident, but still extraordinary, again, even by congressional standards. Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen got into it with the Teamsters president, Sean O'Brien, who was testifying at a hearing related to unions. The senator read a tweet, uh, which is now in the X platform, in which O'Brien criticized him. And then it got to this point. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution every problem? No, no, sit down. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. 
Mark Wayne Mullen did get up. He was starting to pull off his ring as if he was going to get in a fight. Uh, keep in mind, he is a former MMA fighter. So this <sighs> guy uh, could go to the mat on this. Sean O'Brien, for his part, says he thinks that he thought that Mullen did not act like a senator. He told CNN he thought he acted like a 12-year-old. He also says they never have met before, but they have certainly exchanged words over social media. And that was quite an event today in that Senate hearing room. That was wild video on the House Speaker, Mike John. Mitch says Congress has been a pressure cooker lately. Looks like everybody's going to be happy with Thanksgiving break coming up. Right. You know, uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson said in his words, he's been feeling like he's been drinking from Niagara Falls over the last few weeks. And he alluded to all this pressure. It has just been building for weeks. You had that more than three week delay with the ouster of Kevin McCarthy. They have now been in session in the House for close to 10 weeks. And unlike a lot of Americans who don't get to take big breaks between their uh, various points where they have to go back to their districts in the case of lawmakers, uh, these guys are clearly just fed up with each other right now, and everybody feels like lawmakers need to just get out of town. Now, Mitch, you might have to take some advice from Vince McMahon for covering Capitol <laughs> Hill now, huh? I think so. <laughs> All right. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitch Miller. Thanks much. You bet. Over to the traffic center and Dave Dildine. Virginia, 66 westbound, heavy slow from the Beltway to 123. The crash remains on the left side, mainly blocking the left side of the 66 express lanes. Main lanes heavy from Centerville to Manassas. Interloop traffic slow from Tyson's across the Legion Bridge. Outer loop slow near 66 and from Van Dorn to the Wilson Bridge in the congestion near the local through lane split in Eisenhower Avenue. The crash blocking the center of the outer loop. Some evenings are slower than others. It is certainly one of the slower ones on the Beltway and beyond in Maryland. Interloop through Silver Spring. A couple of crashes near Ritchie Marlboro Road and Branch Avenue in Prince George's County. An outer loop fairly lengthy delays from Landover through Greenbelt had one beyond Kenilworth Avenue at one point blocking a lane. Never had it in camera, though. All's quiet on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. 95 still congested through Howard County. 270 northbound, still a slow roll through much of Montgomery County until you close in on Germantown. See Getty Lee's Mayaf and Life in Conversation on November 17th at the theater at MGM National Harbor. See the Rush lead singer bring to life his memoir on this spoken word tour. Tickets on sale at MGMNationalHarbor.com. Dave Doldine, WTO traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Mainly clear skies moving through the evening and into the overnight as temperatures drop to the upper 20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. Wednesday, middle of the work and school week promises to be pretty nice. Partly sunny skies, temperatures around 60 degrees. Middle to upper 60s on Thursday with a mix of sun and clouds tracking a cold front on Friday. Ahead of the front, mid-60s to around 70. Chance for a few showers by evening. Cooler for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, we're at 47 in Rockville, 49 in Ashburn. We check in at 49 in District Heights. And coming up on WTOP, the threat of a government shutdown is not over, but a bill to keep things running is now past the House. A special report on the way, 621. Feuding families, forbidden love, doomed fate. So much is stacked against Romeo and Juliet, and yet love finds a way. Washington National Opera presents a sweeping new production of Gounod's beloved Romeo and Juliet. 
Everything You Want from the Tragic Story is here. Performed by a phenomenal cast and directed by artistic director of Shakespeare Theatre Company, Simon Godwin. November 4th through 18th in the Opera House. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. The multi-cloud environment has arrived, but the journey to the multi-cloud has been anything but tested or proven. Join us to learn how your agency can effectively, efficiently, and securely leverage the best of what multi-cloud offers to manage your data at each hybrid point along the journey. A unique panel of AWS, Commvault, and Kellen Technologies shows you how a trusted panel of partners smooth the transition and deliver the resiliency that has always been the value proposition underpinning hybrid multi-cloud technology. The U.S. needs a pro-growth, pro-family tax code, which is exactly what we got with the passage of the historic Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017. But recent changes in the law have hit American businesses with huge tax increases, while historically high inflation makes life less affordable for American families. Congress can help American families and businesses by restoring critical provisions of the 2017 tax law and passing a child tax credit to give families needed relief. But it needs to act now. These fixes will help create jobs, promote innovation, and keep U.S. businesses competitive in the global economy while also supporting American families. It's a win for the American economy and a win for American families. Learn more at NTU.org and urge Congress to act now. Congress, pass a tax extenders deal to strengthen our economy and families. Paid for by the National Taxpayers Union, NTU.org. Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News special report. The House of Representatives does what it can to try to avert a partial government shutdown. On this vote, the yeas are 336. The nays are 95. Two-thirds being in the affirmative. The rules are suspended. The bill is passed. And without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Current funding for federal agencies expires at midnight on Friday. That vote is a victory for House Speaker Mike Johnson, who faced down opposition from some of his fellow Republicans in the first consequential vote of his tenure. Republican Representative Chuck Fleischman. I applaud Speaker Johnson for his leadership in avoiding a harmful government shutdown, especially near the holidays. The short-term legislation now heads to the Senate, where Democratic and Republican leaders have voiced support. The legislation would then head to President Biden for him to sign it into law before that late Friday deadline. CBS News Special Report. I'm Matt Piper. 624, a high school in Fairfax County is getting a new name. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us the decision comes after the previous namesake's views on segregation were uncovered. It is so rare that you can have a name change that has such poetic justice involved with it. After public input and a unanimous school board vote, W.T. Woodson High School in Fairfax will be renamed after Carter G. Woodson. He's often called the father of black history. Board member Rachna Sizemore-Heiser describes the change as having perfect symmetry. It is wonderful that we are taking off the name of a person who stood for segregation and putting on the name a person who fought for the inclusion of black history. The school was named for longtime county superintendent Wilbert Tucker Woodson, but historical documents revealed he opposed desegregation. Board member Abraro Mesh. I'm really proud of us being in this moment. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. All right. Rob Woodfork here. Rob, uh, 
go back a few years ago. Remember when the Capitals and the Vegas Golden Knights battled for the Stanley Cup? Yeah, that's, uh, well, the Vegas Golden Knights are still playing for Stanley Cup. That's true. The Capitals <laughs> are not. Are not. They're at 16 points in the standings, third in the Metropolitan Division. While uh, Vegas stands atop the NHL, best team in the NHL in terms of wins and uh, points in the standings.